podcast where I talk about what's on my mind. I pick a question or topic and dissect it in hopes to inspire and encourage you by echoing things I've heard or think about. Interesting questions inspire people. So let's see what happens. This is episode 008, How I Make People Feel. So when I was in the second or third grade, my dad's job transferred, all right? We lived over in Dayton, um, Huber Heights, Ohio, exactly. What, what? Um, and his job transferred to Columbus. And so we were in the second, I was again, second or third grade. I was probably nine, 10, something like that. And maybe eight. I don't really remember. And I don't remember. I'm terrible at, you know, specifics and dates and things like that. But here's the story. Um, we sold our house. And we ended up moving in with my grandparents for a little bit. And uh, But before we did that, we had to move everything from our house because there's six of us. Um, it wouldn't Everything wouldn't fit in my grandparents' house, so we got a storage unit. And so I remember it was one late evening. Uh, you know, sun was already down. I have no clue when it was. But I got the opportunity to help my dad and my grandpa move all of our stuff out of the garage and into the storage unit. I don't remember absolutely anything about the actual move right I don't remember picking up boxes putting them in trucks all I can remember is we had my grandpa's old truck and we would load it up I don't remember any specifics take it to the storage unit dump it off go back and get another load and uh in my mind this took like 17 days right um it might have been an hour it might have been you know five hours I, I really don't know but here's why I tell you this story. Out of all of the things that I don't remember about that encounter, I will never forget the last part of the story. Again, we were in a truck, there was a bench seat in there, and my dad allowed me to ride in the cab or in the back of the truck. Had a cap on it. I was in the back of the truck. I was kind of staying down so the cops wouldn't see me or anything like that. And and we get out. Or, you know, we're driving down the road, driving through through Dayton, and all of a sudden we stop, and it was way too quick for us to be back at Grandma and Grandpa's house. And when we stopped, I kind of looked up, and I saw the bright lights of a gas station, and my dad op- opens up the back of the truck and says, come on, let's go. He said, you get to pick out any drink that you want in here. Now, again, I was second grade. I saw the Yoo-Hoo, the chocolate milk, right? And I was like, can I get this? And you know, we didn't we weren't allowed to get that kind of stuff at a gas station. We really weren't allowed to get anything at a gas station ever. Anytime we stopped, it wasn't for us to stop. It was for us to get gas, right? It wasn't for us to go in and get something. And so I remember sitting there, my dad paid for it, and we sat there on the tailgate of the truck with my grandpa and my dad, and I don't remember anything that he said to me. But to this day, I'll never forget how I felt. I'll never forget how he sat there and made me feel like I was known, like like he knew he uh, that he knew what I needed and that I was appreciated. I was needed. That I helped him out, and whatever he said, it worked because I will never forget that. We kind of finished up the yoo-hoo, and he's like, "All right, let's get home." and he let me ride in the in the back of the truck again all the way over to my grandparents' house 
And it was in the it was in that time I was sitting in the back of that old beat up truck with a bottle of YooHoo going, Wow, I like the way that I feel right now. I like the way that I feel right now because I felt I had just conquered the world. I felt I had helped my dad move all those boxes. And without me, it couldn't have been done. Now, looking back on it, I fully realize, yes, I was, you know, second grade. My dad definitely could have done this without me. My dad and grandpa definitely could have done this without me. I was probably, um, I was probably more in the way than anything else. But I felt known and needed. So the question that I thought about through this, and the question I want you to ask for yourself today, is how do you make people feel? I always look back on that time, and you know, how can I feel like eight-year-old again, eight-year-old me again in the back of that truck with a Yoo-Hoo? How I feel, and I make myself matter, what am I doing that is doing good, that is helping people? So now in my life, uh, I work with people all the time. I'm an extrovert. I love hanging out with people. Uh, because it fills my bucket, man. Whenever I'm around people, when I'm around a lot of people, man, it's just it's pouring into my bucket. However, the more people I work with, and the more people I'm around and, and get to hang out with and interact with, um, the more I start asking myself this question: How do I make other people feel? I want us to do an inventory real quick. So wherever you are, whatever you're setting, I'm going to ask you. Um, to think of the last person that you had an interaction with. Maybe it was your spouse, your teacher, your friend, your sibling, your boss, your coworker, the person who bags your groceries. I, I don't know. Just think of the last person that you actually had an interaction with. And I want you to give an honest answer of these three options that I'm going to give you. Because I think in life, a lot of times, we, we get ourselves so many times, so many options on how we make people feel. And then, you know, we feelings are crazy right now. Um we don't want to offend anybody. We don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. And uh, I made them feel good or I made them feel bad or I made, you know, I, I'm forget all of that stuff right now. I'm going to ask you three questions. You have three options to choose from. The last interaction you had with a human being, how did you make them feel? Option one, did you make them feel unmotivated? Option two, did you make them feel nothing? Your interaction was completely neutral. Or option three, did you make them feel motivated? Did your interaction help them feel motivated to do something else? Not to change their life necessarily, not to keep doing the same thing, but how did it make them feel? Did it make them feel no motivated to do something? Did it make them feel like I, was, I felt when I was sitting in the back of that truck? Like, wow, my dad gets me. He went out and bought me a Yoo-Hoo, and he cared about me, and I... I, no, this mission couldn't have been accomplished without me. You see, I feel um, a lot of times that we struggle with this word feeling. How do you make people feel? Uh, it's a tough one because you want everyone to feel good. And in order for people to feel good, they need to feel comfortable. They need to feel, you need to agree with them. You need to accept whatever they're doing in their life. And, and, and listen, that's, th there's a place for that. But the feeling that I'm talking about isn't necessarily that good or that bad right? The feeling I'm talking about is do you make them feel better about themselves? Not about necessarily the actions that they've done, but whenever you are interacting with somebody, do you make them feel better about themselves? 
This is why it's one of my plumb lines. This is why, for me, I want people to feel known and needed. Neither of those two things have anything to do with their actual actions, right? None of those things have anything to do with how their test went, what grade they got. None of it has to do with their necessarily their performance. But whenever I have an interaction with somebody, I want them to feel like they are known, like I know who they are. They are not forgotten. And I want them to feel needed, not in the way or um, um, a, a burden or an obstacle that I have to overcome or move out of the way or kind of chess piece manipulate them. I want them to feel known and needed because I know how appreciative I am whenever that's how I feel. It, it, it changes my performance. It changes my attitude. But whenever someone's only commenting on my actions, it doesn't necessarily make me feel known or needed. It makes me feel judged. It makes me feel in the way. It makes me feel used or objectified, right? So, and my personality is like this. I'm an extrovert. I like to talk to people all the time, and it's easy. It's so easy for me to engage with somebody and walk away and completely forget everything that just happened because it filled my bucket. Like, if I interact with you, that fills my bucket. That fills my tank. But I don't want to be known as somebody who only fills my tank. I want to be known as somebody who fills other people's tanks as well. If I'm going to use a gift that God has given me in this extroverted life, I want to be able to build into the lives of other people. I want people to feel known and needed because when people feel known and needed, their actions change. They become their better selves. And it's not for something that I'm trying to manipulate somebody into doing what I want them to do. It's they become known and needed and feel like, wow, I can do more. I want to feel like this again. We all love to feel that way. And so for me as a plumb line, I have to sit there and say, I want people to feel known and needed. And my actions, my actions direct, how I engage, how I talk with people, my interactions with people directly correlates to how I make people feel. How can I make other people feel like nine-year-old me when I'm in the back of my grandpa's pickup truck with a yoo-hoo in one hand and trying to duck from the cops from the other, you know, keep my head down low. I want to make people feel proud. I want to make people feel accomplished. I want to leave people wanting to do even better next time. Not for me, so they can impress me, but so they can genuinely impress themselves. I want people to leave knowing that there's more to do and feeling like the mission would wouldn't have been a success without them there. That's what I want. I want people to feel known, not forgotten, and I want them to feel needed, not in the way. And so as I look through my life and I, I ask these questions, who is the last person that I had an interaction with? Did I make them feel known and needed? If you work with me, I want you to feel known and needed. And not just given platitudes like, hey, man, good job, chief. Good job, captain. I couldn't do this without you. This is one of the things that frustrates me the most with what I used to do is I used to just give out, you know, encouragements and things like they were candy, right? It's like, hey, good job. boy. Come on. Keep going. You can do it, right? And this kind of, I thought this was encouraging and inspiring. What it turns out to be, it turns out to be 
boring. People just look at me like a used car salesman, <laughs> just giving them what they, what I think that they want. But whenever I start encouraging people, when I how I make people feel known and needed is I legitimately see something that they do and the specific thing that they've done, and I encourage that, and I reward that, and I build into that and say, that is the thing that moved the needle today. That's the thing, that interaction with this person. So whether I'm in youth group or somebody in church or coaching one of my kids' uh, sports teams, I, I, I try to find the actual thing. Oh my goodness, I saw how you hustled for that ball and you didn't stop until you got there. I saw how you there was a kid over here in the corner and you went over and talked with them when nobody else was. Those are the things to where they feel needed. They feel known. They, they feel like, hey, they've been this person's been watching me. This person has seen what I'm doing and the things that I'm doing matter to other people. I want them to feel known and I want them to feel needed. I want them to feel known by pointing out those things. And I want them to feel needed by offering what would have happened if that didn't happen. People are needed whenever they think, hmm, I mean, anybody could have done that. No, not anybody could have done that. You did it. You actually did it. If you weren't here, that thing wouldn't have happened. That person wouldn't have come out of their shell because you struck up a relationship with them and started talking with them. That wouldn't have happened because what you do matters. It's how we all desire to feel is that known people seeing what we're doing and that neededness. Welcome to the Nate Echoes podcast where I talk about what's on my mind. I pick a question or topic and dissect it in hopes to inspire and encourage you by echoing things I've heard or think about. Interesting questions inspire people. So let's see what happens. This is episode 008, How I Make People Feel. Thank you.